Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 33. Uh, back at the old Heritage Tavern, joined as always by Tucker, Dylan, Cam. What's up, boys? Living the dream. dream. <laughs> always. What is that? All right. So, Wait, we're back. Episode 33. Larry Bird. Larry Bird episode. Jason Veritech episode. Jason Veritech episode. Um, winners and losers. Episode. What was it, Cam? Larry Bird episode, no? Yeah, yeah that's what I said. said that. Um, oh. Forbidden topic this week. Let's go golf. We played a lot of golf this weekend. We might have to drink it later on in the show talking about it, but let's go golf, forbidden topic. Um, my waste take was almost on golf, so that would have been unfortunate, but Ooh. winners and losers. Um, so for I will give myself a loser because I came back at you pretty hard last week, Dylan, over the whole COVID thing. Rumor has it that the Marlins players were out clubbing the night before the outbreak. So I'll wear that one. That's a loser. I'll give you a winner for that. Anything to say? I don't remember what I said. <laughs> You're just saying maybe it's not baseball. Maybe they're doing other things. Oh, yeah. So, and, and none of the Phillies got tested. None of the Phillies came back as positive. True. So I will wear that loser. Um, winner. You, Tucker, you said you, were, you had a winner. Oh, your wait, take of the week. Yep, Tucker... Uh, currently is tied with Cam for this week's take of the week, so we don't have that. We're always running two weeks late on this. We're t- yeah, but um, la- two weeks ago, Tucker's take about fans in the stands uh, won, so another point for you. I got to mark that down. But uh, one of your be- one of your best takes ever, Tucker. I mean, we I'd actually so. we actually had like kind of had it close because they're with the MLB. They're putting you passed me. Wow, Tucker has passed like me five to you. Wow, yeah. when was that time you had a take? Three months, maybe. <laughs> wow. I don't even this remember. This is bad. It's just the Tucker and Cam show at this point. No, but we were talking about, like, each team, like, having a fan. Yeah, one fan. Well, we kind of won a little bit because they put all those uh, uh, cardboard cutouts in. Those suck. State, but those are, like, people got to pay for that. So we were, like... I think I said last week what kind of sucker would pay for that. Yeah, that's true. Idiots. Um, I had a bunch more winners and losers, but I did not write them down, and I forgot, so... Uh, Cam, any winners and losers? Any winners and losers, I asked you? Yeah, I have, um, I mean, I don't know if you want to call it a winner or a loser, but I was, um, I tested positive for Corona. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. I forgot about that. So, the, Cam, I think you won that poll in terms of likelihood, so we'll give you a winner. Cam, you have or had coronavirus, so, so break us, walk us through it. So first off, this is just another point that I've been on, you know, all throughout this this show is that the fans know best, right? And they when they vote on these polls and we complain about it, you know, they're they're the ones that that actually you know have a say. So I give the fans all the credit; they've proven themselves uh, diligent. I'm gonna go ahead and say I am a winner there. Um, so what happened, I got tested on my birthday, 7-7, um, a little over three weeks ago. I got my results back on Friday. They said, how are you feeling? I said, I feel great. They said, really? I said, yeah. They're like, well, you tested positive. And I was like, oh, I got a couple calls to make. <laughs> so tested positive. Everyone that I've been in contact with or talked to is all fine and dandy, old, young, in between. Um, I think it is a false positive. Nonetheless, 
it's like a 95% chance that, that I'm, that I had it, I guess. So we're going to, we're going to well, roll how was with it. it. We're going to roll with the percentages. No, he's, he didn't have uh, any symptoms. How was it though? How was having Corona? Was, no clue. Didn't, didn't <laughs> even know. Didn't think for a second that I had it. The only reason I got tested was because I was traveling uh, a couple weeks afterwards and I wanted to be able to, um, you know, have the results and I didn't even get the results back until after I'd already traveled. So, <laughs> so where I, traveled, I, you know, I called up there and I was like, Hey, listen, I, I got tested positive. And my buddy goes, ha 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 loser. <laughs> so, he didn't care much about it. So I, so, I'm damn, fine. Positive uh, KD. I feel great. I asked, it also is Florida. So you got to take that into account. Florida has been on the uprise for, Testing and uprise for positive testing, but no, no, the death toll is lowering. So you have to think that there's a little bit of, of fraudulence going on. Um, not for me to say, but hey, at the end of the day, I can say I had Corona until I get it for real, and then you know, then we know where I was wrong. But well, we are no longer then, a Corona free podcast. We are now an infected podcast, so. So thank you, Cam, for for uh, getting that out of the way for us. But uh, let's jump into ways to takes. We were all struggling here up in Lenox, so Cam, do you have a ways to takes to start it off? Um, I I have a couple in mind. Um, I'm gonna go ahead since I've been kind of I've been on a roll with ways to takes. I'm gonna go ahead and and say one that that probably won't be a winner. Um, I think sports gambling is, is ruining the country. (laughs) Um, I know you're not going to like this, hate it. but I, I, I mean, every single person that I went to college with everyone that I talked to on a daily basis, that's on sports all the time, always. And like, thousands and thousands of dollars and it's just getting bigger and bigger and it's our generation that's doing it and they're going to continue to do it you know the older generation they're clicking slots and and betting on horses i'm i mean we're we're sports betting and as long as sports are around we're going to keep doing it and it's gonna it's gonna be bad i think people are going to start losing a lot of money and um i think that uh I mean, all this money, who's it go to? Just like the casinos and the bookies, right? They're, they're going to be rich. They're going to be fine. I think our generation is going to lose a lot, a lot, a lot of money from sports betting. And I think it's going to, it's really going to, you know, it's going to be bad for us. On that topic, how's your uh, poker journey going right now? So I am playing poker and I'm betting, but it's not on sports. Um, I'm in <laughs> third of nine right now. Hypocrite. Top disgusting so but i'm i mean i'm i'm doing them both i'm doing them both right now sports gambling is a disease so i mean tucker you you are fully addicted to sports gambling we walked into boston on friday night and tucker had an under in a game that ended up scoring 300 it was it was the highest scoring first half in the last 30 years of the nba and it was the fifth leg on my five-part parlay as the under. 
I know what you're thinking. Why, Tucker, would you bet the under in a Rockets game? I don't fucking know. It looked like a big (laughs) number, and I was like, that's so big. That's too big to fail. I treated it like a bank. It was too big to fail, and it failed. It failed miserably. I think I missed it by 70 points. Patrick Colvin said it best. They're playing AAU ball now. It even hit. Fans, they're just just throwing up shots. It went to overtime, too. It did. The end score, both teams scored over 150 points. Yeah. So I I personally don't bet on sports because I don't know how to. Um, but yeah, I mean I know. You need a book? I don't know what that I don't know what a book does. It's just a guy that you bet through, and you just do it through a website, and then at the end of the week they either Venmo you or you Venmo them. I don't have the disposable income to get a bookie, but come on. Um, I do know a ton of people that gamble on sports and. Uh, I mean, they don't see. It seems like most of the time they're coming back with losses. So, uh, I mean, I could I could buy this, and and with sports gambling starting to get legalized, maybe there's going to be a huge like epidemic of people just losing everything to sports. But Tucker, you're the you're the gambler extraordinaire here. What do you what do you think? Is is gambling a problem for you? Gambling's not a problem with me because I gamble within my means. I've never been down more than like 50, 60 bucks in a week. And I know how to gamble in a way that, like, I lose money because I know I'm a terrible gambler. I know I clearly think that I'm smarter than the bookmakers, and I'm always wrong about it. I lose every single week, but I admit <laughs> I play I gamble to have more fun watching a game. You know how much more fun it is to watch a Pelicans Jazz game when you just have someone to root for. It uh, just gives you incentive to the game. Does it make me irrationally angry? Yeah, constantly. But that's part of – it's just – I want to feel something, and sports gambling <laughs> gives me that. But what happens <laughs> when you start actually making, like, decent money, and then you have more money to gamble on games? See, I have enough money to gamble more than I gamble right now. All right, that's But I enjoy just – like, when you gamble a lot of money on a game, it's not even fun anymore because it's, like, anxiety-ridden like watching what's the like, biggest like, bet <gasps> what's the biggest bet you ever put on a single game 150 dollars okay so that's not too bad then. it was a terrible bet too i thought i i thought there was a mess up with the book but i accidentally bet the halftime line and not the game line. <laughs> i lost 150 bucks in that game because i just thought that uh it was just the line for the half i mean for the full game and it was apparently just the line for the rest of the half that i wasn't watching i screwed myself there cam you, you were gonna say something yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about you, Tucker. If you're only losing 150 max, I'm never talking about you. I'm talking about oh, the yeah. people that I, I know, know the people. that put in, that, that owe bookies thousands, tens of thousands that don't have uh, a couple hundred to, to give for. Oh, yeah. I, so those are the people. About. And I'm, I mean, there's so many of them. I know way more people than like that than like you. And, and, uh, oh, it, yeah. If you're gambling to get yourself face. out of a hole. You're an idiot. I was watching the Stanley Cup Finals last year with somebody who had like five to eight grand. I don't remember the exact number. Riding on the Bruins winning, and it was a sad, sad time. Dylan, you had to take about sports gambling a couple weeks ago. So, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the drawback of making it legal. Um, I think they're gonna, you're going to see a lot more of it being legal. Like I said in my take, but. Um, the cost of that is more and more people, you know, being exposed <laughs> to it and uh, not gambling in a good way. 
<laughs> if there is a good way. My way. Um, I can get behind Tucker's gambling of like a couple, three, five bucks here or there. The problem for me is like, I don't have... I don't have the, like, drive to, like, sit and watch, like, games like that. See, I can watch football all day. Like, yeah. I'll watch every single football like, game I, on a given Sunday. I can. I'll watch, I'll and watch I can my do, team, and that's it. I'll do it on basketball if I have money on it. And same with any other sport. If I have money on it and it's close, I will watch the game through. All right. Well, sports gambling, ruining America's youth. Um, so I'll go, I guess I'll go next. Um, I have to put myself on the loser list because I think either last week or the week before I said none of the Patriots have opted out of the season. Well, now we have seven Patriots opting out a league high. And my, the one guy who hasn't opted out, who is an extremely important person on the Patriots. I know who this is. Is Matt Slater. Oh, did not expect that. Matt Slater. So Matt Slater has battled asthma his whole life. Um, he is a very, I don't know if he's underrated because people do give him credit, but he's, he's just a, he's just a special teams guy. All he is, is a punt, like a punt chaser and a blocker. And like, he was one of two pro bowlers from the Patriots no, this year. He does, he does his job extremely well, especially as specialized as it is. But another very important part is that he brings the team is he's the leader of that team. Like even when Brady was there, he's the voice of the team. He's the one breaking down the huddle in the locker room. He's the spiritual leader for the team. He's, you know, pretty religious, as I understand it. Uh, he's able to talk to guys, get them out of bad situations. He's just an all-around good guy. Comes from good stock. His dad was, a, I think, a hall, maybe a Hall of Famer. Um, but he has said that he has not opted out yet because the spiritual leader, the spiritual guy in the in the, the team chaplain hasn't, hasn't opted out either. The team chaplain said, I'm going to be there. But he said, if the team chaplain opts out, then I'm out. And my take is that if Matt Slater opts out this year for the Patriots, the Patriots will not win more than three games. <laughs> the spirit is gone. No, that that <laughs> their morale's already low. I mean, you're lost. You lost the greatest quarterback of all time. You're for the first time in 20 years, you know, in a position you've never been before. And now you've got team leaders like Dante Hightower, Marcus Cannon, and Patrick Chung opting out. And you know, these are guys that are captains. Like I'm pretty sure. All three of those guys have been a captain at some point of their Patriot career. They're all older, too, so who knows if they're going to ever make it back. Um, But if he leaves, it leaves a huge hole in your special teams. I think they could overcome the special teams problem, but it's more the team leader aspect and the morale aspect that's going to hurt the most. If Matt Slater goes, this season is a wash. Don't win more than three games. Uh, Cam, your thoughts? I, I thought the take was going somewhere else. I thought you were going to say, since everyone else is out, it's his time to shine on the field, and you think he should play a bigger role. Like, I don't even know what position he is, but, like, something like giving the ball or let him start or something crazy like that. He's technically a wide um, receiver. I think he's caught one pass. I, in that, I think that's a better take. But, um, you know, if not, then sure. I, I, I don't really – I don't know. Maybe. All right, to the Patriots fans who know actually about Matt Slater. Tucker? Yeah, so um, I disagree wholeheartedly. This is the ultimate Bill Belichick season. This is the season where Bill Belichick shows exactly what makes Bill Belichick a different breed than any other coach in the NFL. Like, imagine if Bill Belichick can take this team where they lose their QB, they lose 
three of their captains to just not playing, and they still make the playoffs. That would be the ultimate Bill Belichick move. Like, you don't even have to win a playoff game or anything. You make the playoffs this year, you go down at the greatest coach of all time, and it's not up for debate. But So here's the thing, is that Matt Slater's such a locker room guy. He's not a me guy. He's a total team guy. No, I agree. He's a and big Bill part. Belichick is not easy to play for. I'm sure a lot of the guys in the locker room are ready to friggin' kill Bill Belichick after practices, like after games when he when he he like he's famous for reaming out Tom Brady after big wins in the in the film room. It's gonna help Cam. Cam's gonna be the greatest quarterback, but in the NFL this year. But if you don't have the guy on the team who you can turn to, and be like, man, I'm really like I don't like I I can't do this anymore. This this is BS. Like I'm not gonna play for this guy. He's he's riding me too hard. If you don't have that I guy, think there's to turn still to, diff- other leaders in the locker room. Like though. who? David Andrews, I think Julian Edelman fits that role. I think there's some guys that still fit that role for the Patriots. I think that I think the McCourty I, brothers can also fit that role. I think there's still guys like that in the locker room. That I think that Matt Slater though him. is the bona fide guy. I feel like Julian Edelman's that guy kind of guy too, though. I don't. I don't know. I don't see Julian Edelman palling around with his teammates as much as I see Matt Slater doing it. Fair enough, fair enough. I guess it was more of a bromance between Brady than Yeah, anything. no, it was him and Brady because that's who's throwing him the ball. But I mean, I think David Andrews is a pretty tight connection with his guys. I think yeah, the McCourty, lineman. McCourty yeah. leads a pretty like leads a lot of the chance and shit too. So I'd say he's one he of the guys. He up the DBs, like, but I yeah. Think, I don't know. I just think Matt Slater's too much of a of a presence in the locker room. Dylan? Um, well, you know, if it if it were to happen where he is gone and morale's low and everything's looking like a whole lot of poo and then the Patriots underneath it. It's a win-win for Belichick, like Tucker said. I mean, they could, he could either become, like, hands down the best coach in the in the history of the NFL and bring a team back, or he just loses games like everybody expects him to, and then we get a good pick. So... Maybe it would be not the worst thing in the world. If also, going off of this, I was scared shitless. Um, I think it was yesterday because I saw a joint press conference. Yeah. Matt Slater, um, David Andrews, Andrews, and yeah. McCourty. And I was like, they're all opting out right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was convinced. And I tuned in to hearing David Andrews saying, if my doctor says I can play, I will be playing. And Andrews, I was like, Andrews is go. such a football Let's guy. Go. He missed last season, and he there's no nothing that could keep him from playing this year. He's yeah. Such a football guy. <laughs> uh, all right, Dylan, do you have a take for us? I do. Um, it's a bit of a wild one. I love it. So, uh, Red Sox just played the Yankees. They got swept. Not great. However, going into the first game of the series... The Red Sox had the highest batting average in the league and the most extra base hits. That doesn't make any sense. In the league. Doesn't make any and, sense. And they were, uh, what, two and four? And now three, I think they're like three and something. Now they're. They won two against now three, and three, seven, and three and seven. Three and eight. Yeah. And they actually hit pretty good over the series. Their pitching was just trash. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Sox come in last place in the East with the worst ERA. And the best batting average. <laughs> so in the East, yeah. So I can get on board with. Uh, uh, 
beat the Yankees and the Rays? I don't know if you're beating the, the Yankees batting average. The Yankees, the Yankees are, are crap out of the ball right now. They, yeah, but they strike out a shit ton. They don't hit for high average. They, but they do hit bombs. They hit dingers. So they're well, concerned. it's easy when you play on a fucking Little League. Urshela, Urshela is the definition of consistency. Doesn't need to hit bombs. Doesn't strike out. Just just hits it a lot. That's DJ LeMahieu too. There's but. never been a more Yankee guy than Giovanni Urshela. Just a <laughs> friggin' Italian. <laughs> oh, I hate I felt him. So, Giancarlo I felt so bad. <laughs> Xander Bogarts last night talk during about the Yankees the game. Yeah. Dude hits two dingers and goes four for four and still can't carry a team to a win. That's what I mean. They're, they're, poor that they're poor gonna, man. They're going gonna to have a lot of RBIs. They're going to have a lot of runs scored. They're going to hit pretty good. So and they're going to pitch real bad. So, so the <laughs> concern for the Red Sox this season was never offense. I mean, yeah, no. you're losing Mookie Betts, but you still have J.D., uh, you still have Xander. You still have Devers, who's one of the best young bats coming up. You're supposed to have Andrew Benatendi, who has decided that he's not going to play this year at all. He's just going to walk a couple times. Um, you know, you got Peraza hasn't looked terrible. Um, and then Christian Vasquez, out of nowhere, is the best hitter on the team. Just hit, just his absolute bombs. So, I mean, I don't think their batting average. Will, I think I just feel like they're going to they're as more, as they start to lose more, the morale is going to fall off and. You haven't seen guys like J.D. and Andrew Benintendi shake off the off-season cobwebs yet, and hopefully they will at some point, but you never know. It could just be a season-long slump. Now, there's two things to that. One is when your team is trash and you're going into a game and the opposing team knows that you're not that good, like like your pitching staff is brutal, say you're losing already like 8-0, to zero. they throw the ball over the middle of the plate trying to get outs. So teams that are like really struggling sometimes actually get a bump in average and and their stats because the opposing teams just kind of like throw it over the middle of play because they're just trying to like end the game i think the uh there's no pressure on like hitting a spot every single time i think the era is a lock i'm pretty sure there's like more than three pitchers on a team with a 10 era yeah so the era is definitely going to be the worst the real the real take is them having the highest yeah Yeah. (laughs) cam uh the yankees are hitting pretty well you think the Sox could pass them or beat them at the end of the season. I guess they're already ahead of them. No, no. Because, I mean, J.D. I'm going to watch really, this one closely. I mean, from what I've seen stats players, I don't think J.D.'s playing, like... No, he's not. Career. He hasn't homered yet. No, he sucks. Well, there's actually yeah, reason... To... There's there's the one... I mean, I looked into the stats, but there's, like, one or two guys on the Red Sox that are just carrying right now. Xander... Uh, Jackie That's Bradley, I think. Right. Was one well, he was batting. He was batting 400, and he hasn't had had an 18 at bats. Oh, an 18. His past 18. He's streaky, though. Pilar. He's streaky. It's just the way he is. Pilar. That guy, Pilar. Pilar. Yeah, that guy. And Vasquez and Xander. Yeah, Pilar's the best player on your team. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. I will not take any Xander slander on... Ooh, I like ooh, that. Xander slander. Xander slander on this podcast. There's an anti-Xander slander Well, I'll podcast. touch on one thing about JD. So, he's a huge uh, TV video guy. Like, he'll strike out on an at-bat. He'll instantly go into the video room, watch the entire at-bat from different angles with a coach in his ear, and figure out a plan for his next at-bat. They cannot do that this year. He is like he's like because they're not allowed to record pitching anymore. He, no, he's shooting he's shooting blind basically at the plate because he can't do it. It's, it's 
it's because of COVID reasons. They like can't like open up the the like video room and have guys go down the yeah, tunnel or yeah. something without like yeah, Cam, what is yeah. uh, what what is what does Judge have? Five home runs his last four games or six? Yes, five, five. Home runs total, which is disgusting. The it's, most anybody's ever done gross. is eight, and like He's, three people have done it. He made a nice play in the outfield the yesterday too. MVP. The most early. ever eight. The most ever is eight in a row. Um, and I think the most. I think he's he's on pace, obviously, for for over thirty and sixty games. It's only a sixty game season, so if he, he hits thirty home runs this season, I mean, obvious MVP. He made a nice play in the outfield. He's early MVP frontrunner. I mean, asterisk though. If you get the MVP, Wait, it's a huge asterisk. Speaking of, <laughs> of early MVP, who is Yastrzemski on the Giants? That's uh, Yaz's oh, grandson. Yeah, grandson. Yeah, yeah. he's who the is man. That? Crushing it. Yeah. yeah, he he hit a dinger in Fenway last year, and he got like a standing ovation from the yeah, entire crowd. Awesome. And Felger and Maz <laughs> talked about it, and they were they were like, "Why are we cheering the other team? This sucks." I want him on the Sox. I get trade last straight up Ben Intendi for that guy. Trade Ben Intendi for first Nash. year, right? Yeah, he was a rookie last year. A new whirlpool. Well, yeah. he got dropped traded for a video room for JD. Go ahead, Cam. Some hand sanitizer. He got dropped in like 2013. Yeah, but, he bummed around in the minors. He was not a high pick. It took him a while to get up to the majors. He's born from greatness. I mean, that's, that's what I, I mean. I mean, if your name's Jaskremski, you're going to play in the majors. Yeah. Even, like. uh, Tucker, ways to take? Yeah, so uh, mine's also baseball-related, and mine's just this season's getting canceled in the next three weeks. I don't see it lasting. They're doing nothing. The players are all going out clubbing anyways. They're all being idiots. They're all going to get it. And there's going to be a point where, like, five teams have COVID at the same time. None of those five teams can play. The five teams playing them can't play. And they're just going to call the season. And then maybe in October have, like, a round-robin tournament where they... To end it. (laughs) Yeah. Just be like, hey, all 32 teams made the playoffs. Here's a tournament. Best is five series. First seven rounds. It's just going to be March Madness, but for the MLB playoffs. <laughs> so what's your take, actually? That the that, that's my begins. take. Season's the season's canceled okay. in the next, like, two weeks. All right, so... Two or three. Two this is three. important. Two or three. Two, two, three. Two to three weeks. Okay. So... Needed that for my notes. <laughs> so... I... The problem is that they don't have a handle on the players away from the field. Exactly. If they had them in a bubble... Season be fine. But I still don't think that it's passing player to player, team to team. Okay, team to team. Team to team mid-game. But I think the problem is that the players are just, like, everyone's just going, like, they're going out clubbing after games. I don't think it's it's everybody, but it's definitely a percentage of the players. And there's, like, like guys on every team that do it, and then they'll give it to the rest of the team. (laughs) So what the league needs to do is just give heavy, heavy fines to teams that it's proven that they were, like, being idiots and doing stuff like that. Can you prove that, though? No. If, like, they post stories of them at the fucking club, you probably can't. Well, I don't know. They need to, like, maybe have... It's hard to have rules about, about, like, people, like, people, like, Once. doing their business, doing what they want to do, but it really would only come down to if, if they have to cancel so many games that, like, 
half the league is not going to have enough games to fin- like to finish six. We've already had what three cancellations? Yeah, the Marlins had to cancel. Now that Cardinals are canceling, isn't another team canceling? Too? I don't know, but well, that that so. That's not too many right now, so I think it needs to be a lot more games need to be canceled for a lot more teams before they even think about doing that, because they're just going to ride it out, because they're making money. They don't really care if there's 10 games tonight or 9 games tonight. As long as they're playing, they're making money, so they're going to just let it ride out unless everybody like uh, goes on a strike or something. So I think the season series Jeopardy, I, I, I'm trying to stay optimistic <coughs> that... Um, We'll, we'll make it through, but I mean, Manfred is Manfraud, as I've taken the call, <laughs> is the worst commissioner in sports. Um, even worse than Goodell, he has bungled a bunch of stuff. He's bungled this, and I, he needs to step down. He's did, done a horrible job. He's not. He does not have a leash on his players. I mean, I I'm trying to stay positive, but it, I mean, this we've already, we're, we're a week in, and we've already had two teams without breaks. Resign. So, I mean, <laughs> resign, sir. Sir, resign, sir. Uh, Cam, season making it through or no? Is the season making it through, did you say? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, Cam, too. On what grounds? I I don't think there's any problems so far. Yeah, the Marlins had a little slip up. And the Cardinals, I guess, but. Now, what happens here? The Phillies. This is what I'm saying about the Florida testing, because the Marlins had 12 people test positive, in quotes, and then the, they played the Phillies, and not a single Philly tested positive, not a single anyone tested positive. So I think maybe maybe one of those cases was real, and then I, 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 I just I don't trust it anymore. I don't know who to believe, and and it's a hoax. Um, let's not well, get into politics. So my, my not political. It's it shouldn't be political. It shouldn't be. The only the only thing the only benefit from maybe these few couple teams that have had these outbreaks is maybe teams will you know buckle up a little bit and not you know go out and do those things and put their whole team in jeopardy. Like put it put like some accountability on yourself to not like ruin your team season. And These are maybe professional that, athletes are all selfish. Assholes. Maybe maybe that'll be enough. But I again, so even if twelve guys get it on a team, I don't think it's gonna it's just, hinder if, if, okay, well, it at happens, the same time. What happens this? Houston Astros second round of the playoff. That's what. Yeah. The yeah, whole yeah. team catches COVID. Well, what do you do? Just they're like, I you, guess the Astros are out. Shouldn't well, yeah, it's the Astros, players? so they should be out anyways. The, but the, the, <laughs> okay. But that, let's that, say the Dodgers. That was okay. my that was my take from way the hell ago. Was that that stuff's gonna happen? It's yeah, bound what to happens happen. in that situation? It's like, sorry guys, guess you're out. <laughs> they're gonna, they're, gonna, po- they're gonna postpone the games and 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 maybe have to forfeit like that. But that they're gonna do that as opposed to just say no, we're not gonna play at all. A hundred percent. All right, meaty ways to take session. Uh, so we'll we'll move on. Um, so let's let's go quickly because I think we want to talk movie in in. A I'm lot, excited. So. I'm excited. This um, is the best movie I think we've. So had. the NBA, NHL, NHL both return this week. Bubble play. Um, watch some of the games. Uh, the NBA is just shoot it up, let it happen. No fans. Uh, still seems pretty intense though. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of hard fouls from what I saw. The Celtics got screwed the first night. Then they blew a 24 point lead. Ended up winning the game. So from a Celtics perspective, I don't think they're in a great spot right now. 
Um, looks like they're struggling a little bit, uh, getting back in the groove, but Jason Tatum had a nice bounce back game the other night. Uh, Lakers look, look okay. Did they win that game against the Clippers or did they lose? Yes, they won they, against the Clippers yeah, so they and then good. lost against the Raptors. So they look okay. And now they're playing right now. Uh, Raptors are a team that I didn't even think about this year that I, that might have a real shot at winning it again. Even without Kawhi, that'd be a hell of a story. But, uh, um, in terms of the NHL, uh, watch the Bruins. They look not great. They, they look, look sluggish. <laughs> I think there's a real difference in the in the teams that are playing for a playoff spot and the teams that are playing like the round robin games. It's not as intense. It doesn't feel like playoff hockey where the other ones do play, feel like playoff hockey. Um, and the Bruins look very very sluggish, very bad. Perfection line it was minus seven last night. Um, yeah. So. What do you want to touch on first? Basketball? Any anything? Any thoughts basketball. over the return of basketball? I kind of want to talk about the Raptors. All right, talk about the Raptors Go because ahead. I thought the Raptors this year were going to be like the Cavaliers last year. I didn't think they'd be that bad. The but team, I, thought, they I, did, I thought they'd be okay because they have Pascal and Kyle Lowry, but I didn't think they'd be. I thought they'd be like a six-seven seed. They're better this year record-wise than they were last year. Yeah, they're they're and they're. I saw a stat that was like they're matching their points per game. They're matching. Yeah. Like, a bunch Nick of Nurse is just an incredible coach. Yeah. Like, I thought it was just like, that's what happens when you have Kawhi Leonard on your team. But yeah. no, like, Nick Nurse is actually doing an incredible job with this team. Props to him. I actually really like this team going forward. Do I think they can win a championship? Eh, maybe, maybe not. But they're I a lot think better than I thought they, they proved sure. to the world that they're, like, a legit contender, even without Kawhi Leonard. I have a thought. Thanks for coming out, Pelicans. Pelicans looked like trash in their first game. I think they played tonight. They won today? They won tonight, but, I mean, the other night they looked bad against well, a good team. Um, he only Zion only got 15 minutes that game, you and can't he was have, pissed. You can't lean on a rookie to bring you a championship. I mean, so thanks for coming out, Pelicans, is all I have to say. The Pelicans have no shot. Uh, Cam, NBA thoughts? They're a game and a half out. I mean, we'll see. I, my, am I muted? No, you're nope. good. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I I mean, listen, we've been talking about the hard fouls, and I think that all stems from Cornhole. the mini game. Yeah. And there's a lot there's a lot to eat before before the games come on, and there's there's individual rivalries now that have never been seen before, and people seeing each other's in the hallway going to get ice in the middle of the night. I mean, that could stem into something, and I. I mean that that aside from aside from the, the hostility, um, I like the NBA right now. I like where it's at. The Heat lost today. That's okay. No big deal. Um, we're gonna get it back. Raptors beat them. I think. Start. What? Probably a couple weeks. When? It, okay. Uh, Until weeks. then, I still don't really care about these games because I know you know the Heat are still getting getting in. Um, Celtics are going to get in. I understand it's like a little different because shooting for, you know, there's they're still shooting for a, a good seed. Um, they're just not good, so that's another no, thing. They, they're definitely the thing about the Celtics is these games don't matter. The only thing that matters about this game is how Kemba Walker plays because he's been hurt and he looks yeah. great. He looks really good. He's he's gotten like 20 points both games. Done well passing the ball. Played significant minutes. That's the only thing that matters to the Celtics before the playoffs start. I think they look okay. I think they, they don't look as good as I expect them to. But Dylan, NBA thoughts? Uh, we watched a little bit. We watched that one game that was like 150 to 150. Um, 
The second game we watched on Saturday night, I don't even have any recollection of. Yeah. It was like pretty just toasted from the day at that point. Yeah, uh, no, we just it, it, it definitely like like our good friend Pat said, it definitely is got that uh, AAU, AAU feel where the guys are fans. the guys are just dribbling up the court, shooting it. They have an excuse to not play defense now because they don't want to touch anybody, get the disease. Dame pulled so, up from like close to half court at one of the games just because he was like heat checking himself. I just th- I just think that again it's going to come down to whatever team is a little bit more scrappy on the defensive end. Um, and I think that I did watch some of the Raptors, uh, highlights and they seemed like they were like just buzzing. So I do like the Raptors because of that energy factor that it seemed like more than some of the other games I've watched. All right. Um, NHL briefly, cause I don't know if anybody's watched NHL. Um, but I, like I said, Bruins look bad, but I love to see first game in Chuck and Knox already. Oh, it yeah. was the Rangers and somebody already, already Chuck and Knox. Love to see that intensity with no fans. That's the way. I guess that's one way you can pick yourself up. Um, but I mean, that's one thing I love to see from the NHL is the fighting. Obviously, I've said that before. But um, I like the playoff atmosphere. It's here again. Always love playoff hockey, and it's it's here. So, uh, Dylan, you're the you're you're a big hockey guy. What do you think of the return of the NHL? So, Tucker brought up a point about the uh, the or was it you the teams that are. Fighting for a playoff spot versus right. the, yeah. Right. So the way it works is the top four teams that were at the end of like before the the stoppage, um, they have to do their round robin where they all the top four play each other and then they get seated. That those games don't matter one bit. Yeah, all those are just like get get your legs going, maybe make a few plays, try to get into form, um, don't get hurt. Like that that's what all this is about because you're already in the playoffs. Plus those other games that are going on, those other uh four games to like decide who's in the playoffs. You could you could be like the five is playing the twelve, right? And if the twelve wins and then you come in fourth after losing all three of your games, now you're playing the worst team. And they're also so exhausted it, because you're playing yeah. a playoff atmosphere where you got everything to lose and you played, you know, in a series. So, yeah. I mean, so it really doesn't – none of these games really matter. It just matters of the matchup at the end. So, I mean, I'm not really upset that the Bruins lost. I just – they got to figure it out. They don't but, look great. That's but, the thing. you know, Tuka Rask was like, I'm sick. I don't want to show up today. So I'm out on Rask. So let's go, Halak. <laughs> um, he, Rask is done. He's never playing again. Um, that could be a waste to take. Uh, Tucker, thoughts on any thoughts on the NHL? I I mean I appreciate the intensity. I mean I definitely I feel like it's hard to keep up the intensity without the fans there. But I mean I guess playoff hockey is playoff hockey regardless of whether there's fans or not. You gotta respect it. I'm really that. only interested once like the actual playoffs. Once yeah, <laughs> I don't count this as a playoff round. Like I wasn't even thinking playoffs games. I was like these are play-in games. These are wild card spots. Yeah. Cam, any thoughts on the NHL? Rangers were fighting. What do you think? I haven't heard much on the NHL, honestly. Um, hopefully the Rangers get in, but, um, I mean, if they don't, they don't. Who are they playing, though? I have no, no idea. Honestly, the NHL isn't, isn't the biggest of my worries right now. It's just the start of the NFL. That's all. All right. Um, so let's talk baseball briefly. We saw the Joe Kelly incident this week. Kelly threw at a bunch of guys. Threw a Bregman, missed him, he walked him, and then he threw a Correa and then K'd him. And Correa got all pissy with him, and then Joe 
Kelly threw out just the alpha pouty face at him, which is a <laughs> eternal meme forever at this point. Um, I already got memed with it. Uh, when Joe Kelly came into the Red Sox, didn't love him, didn't love his production, but I loved him late in his Attitude. tenure with the Red Sox. The Yankee fight was awesome. Uh, he, I, I listened to a podcast, a Red Sox podcast, interview with him about that. He's awesome. I will always be a Joe Kelly fan. I love seeing him throw at this team. This team deserves no respect. I know, Tucker, you're the only Astros stand left, I think, on the planet at this point. Absolutely. They're um, going to win the series this year. I'm convinced about it. But uh, And then Manfred bans him for eight games, which is equivalent to, like, what, a 22-game ban? 27. 27-game ban with this. Another reason why Manfred is a bum. I mean, it's baseball. It's policing itself. Bregman said on part of my take, like, two years ago before the – they got caught cheating that. I like I like how the the way the game polices itself. I like seeing guys get hit when they do something scummy. Uh, okay, so that's what's <laughs> happening. Um, but uh, just your thoughts on that situation and any other MLB thoughts you have. Obviously, Sox suck. Yankees look good. But um, Dylan. Okay, so yeah, um, Joe Kelly, legend of the game. Um, I was very surprised that. He got eight an eight game suspension. That's like a lot. It's just Manfred trying to cover the Astros because he knows people are going to throw at them, and this he's trying to well, set a precedent. Yeah, even though none of them got in trouble. Exactly. The league, the league said earlier, like before this season, they said we're going. It's going to be no tolerance at throwing at guys, and I mean, somebody had to be the one, and it was Joe Kelly, and they they said, here you go, here's your eight games, and nobody better throw at the Astros again. Um, he didn't even hit him. If I'm a pitcher, I'm still throwing at the Astros. But he didn't even hit he him. He didn't even hit him. Like that. Like, it's ridiculous. Like if you hit him in the head, then yeah, maybe you shouldn't play for the rest of the season. But you didn't even hit him. This season is a wash. It, it, like if you're with, maybe with a competitive team, maybe don't do it. But if you're on the Red Sox and you're playing the Astros, beat them. And also, this they, they the Astros beat... Um, the Dodgers, the Dodgers. The Series, yeah. yeah, had to be some. And they beat the Sox, right? yeah. That was, they remember they killed Chris Sale. Yeah, they absolutely destroyed oh, Chris yeah, Sale while Kelly was yeah. on the team. So yeah. I mean, there's beef there. Like it goes back in terms of like it's not just like some random guy throwing at him. But again, like again, he didn't hit him. And these were offenders too. It's not like Bregman and Correa had nothing to do with it. They were two of the guys that were like named. Yeah, so I loved seeing though during the Dodgers broadcast, Altuve K'd on a ball right at his belt, dick middle of the plate, oh and the, the, the announcers were like, "It's a lot. E- it's a lot harder when when you're guessing and you don't know what's coming." Yeah. Love to see that. I hope I hope they just chirp the crap of like announcers, the fans, the the broadcasters. The I saw one like, one Dodgers fan be like, "I know we're not allowed in the stadium, but I came out here tonight in the parking lot of the Dodgers stadium just to boo these cheaters," and the bus the team bus drove by goes by and he just goes, boom! <laughs> but, uh, Tucker, as the only Astros stand left, what do you think about the Joe Kelly incident? Yeah, I mean, it was ridiculous. Joe Kelly should have never thrown at just, they're, they're people, they have children. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're, you're trying to risk their livelihood over a game? This is ridiculous. They need to, he needs to give himself a hard look in the mirror and think about what he thinks of himself as a man. What about Not just the Tyler player. Austin? Awesome. Awesome. But that's a Yankee. They're not human. But they're, like, they're but, animals and deserve to be hit. But that that's the that's the whole point. It's like, yes, we do throw the ball 100-plus miles an hour now. 
you probably shouldn't be throwing it at yeah, people's exactly. head. Head is in their lives. That but man again, has a but again, that he man didn't has even, a wife and children. He didn't even come close to hitting. Him. Should, I want I want to see the distance of I don't like, want the to plane apologize of, like, to the player. I how want far away from his, his head was that pitch versus how far his head from home plate? Because if that's the same distance, then you just might as well throw the ball over the just plate. Just trying to scare him. That's like, all. He needs to apologize. Cam, are you there? No, he's taking a poop. Uh, Cam, what are your thoughts on on the situation, on the on the Joe Kelly situation, and the MLB in general? Just had to stop midstream, but I'm ready. Uh, I think that the ops are on edge. I think everyone's on edge because of this, and they're just calling stuff like left and right. Uh, I think the Pirates' manager got ejected the other day for getting too close without a mask or something nuts like that. I think I think uh, this is kind of a warning sign. For, for not just throwing throwing a wild pitch or whatever, I think it's just like, hey, you're you gotta be like on your A game at every aspect right now because we're trying to have a full season and we're trying to have a you know a clean season. And uh, I think he was just like the the uh, poster child for 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 a warning from the MLB. So I don't think it's his fault necessarily. It's happened to fog. I just think it's ridiculous that man fraud. Didn't suspend a single guy on the Astros. Yeah, that like got Cora fired. First of all, not just not even to get into that. He got, he got canceled like for cancel culture. Yeah, he, he got Cora fired, and now he's suspending guys that are trying to get some sort of reciprocation for the cheating. Trying to kill a man. <laughs> all right, I don't think if he wanted to hit him in I don't the think head, he died. if he wanted to buzz him in the chin, he definitely could have. We're just trying to scare him. These are human beings. All right, uh, quickly. Um, Odell Beckham said, cancel the season today or yesterday or some point. I missed it, but you guys told me about it. Um, so, I mean, we have players said, opting out. He said, it just doesn't feel right to play. He said, uh, didn't he say, like, they don't care about us, like, we're animals? The, the, the league has never cared about you. Look at what's happened to players after they retired. They're freaking killing themselves because of concussion stuff. Like, the league doesn't care about you. Look at the way commissioner treats suspensions. The league does not care about you. Like this isn't new news. Stop trying to ruin the season, Odell. You you pansy. You absolute. Pansy. I I'm I'm more out on Odell every season. I swear. I, I loved him after his rookie year with that catch. It was Never unbelievable. Uh, I always was like hearing hearing rumors about him coming to the Patriots. I was always on board. Um, I get him out of here. Would you I, take him? Would you take him right now? Yeah, I'd take him. Um, <laughs> we need him. We need I mean, him. Mohamed Sanu and. Is like our number number two guy, and he's on the pl- players unable to reform list. So, Cam Odell, your former guy, you had a jersey. Uh, what do you think about Odell saying cancel the season? Yeah, well, I, I I didn't even hear this until now, but it just marks me as a loser because I was dead set on Odell kicking a field goal this yeah, year. Yeah, I was thinking that too. So, I might I might be in trouble if if he just opts out. Um, I don't think he will. I think he's. This is just Odell being Odell as the as the um, prima donna crybaby that he is. I'm glad he's out of New York. Um, the only thing he did for us was that catch. He never did anything else. Went on a boat once. Uh, huh? You went on a boat once. He reminds me of David Price. Oh, yeah, went on a boat and got us some clout, but that's about it. Is the boker still he's alive, Cam? Huh? Is the boker still alive? Wasn't there a lot of cocaine on that boat? Weed. He belongs Weed. on the Browns. 
I mean, the Browns just somehow collect everyone like that. Everyone that's just not quite right but good, they like him. And, um, I mean, if he opts out, I'm a loser. But um, I think I think he'll play no matter what. Josh Gordon on the Browns? I mean, if there's, no, he he's still going to play and he's he going to be mediocre. Right. He should be again. Um, I don't know if they really love him down there, Cam. I mean, he's been in trade rumors since the minute he got there, basically, but... Uh, Tucker, cancel the season, Odell, buy it or sell it or what? It's laughable due to the fact that he hasn't opted out. Exactly. So many people have opted out, and he's just, like, looking for his name in the headlines. Like, yeah, they don't treat us as humans. Like, okay, then don't play. Don't play. Like, no one's forcing you to play, play. Odell. The league is very open to people not playing. If you don't think that you should be having to play, don't. It's like all the people saying that they're going to move to Canada. Yeah. End of story. Just don't play. Did not move to Canada. Don't bitch about it. Don't tell me. Don't tell us all. Oh, they don't care about us. Yeah, no shit. They're yeah, they're in this to make again, money. It's the NFL. Like they have a reputation for not caring about their players. Like, but don't sit here and say how the league needs to be canceled while you're still like, yeah, I'm probably gonna play it though. I mean, but how much do they have to care about your players? Talk about any other league. How much do they do the players complain the NBA about is a that player's not care? Yeah, the NBA is the only one. But who cares? You're out there to play sports and make millions of dollars and entertain fans. You are making millions of dollars. That's what you do. Why do you need someone to be like your mama? People have always asked me, like, if you had the chance to play in the NFL, would you you let your son play football? Both answers are yes. First of all, football, I love football. I'm watching Last Chance U right now, which is just – I miss football. I love football. And if you're going to the NFL – like, you're making millions of dollars, you're becoming a superstar, and you know what you're getting into. You know it's a violent game. You've grown up playing it. Like, there's a... People who play football love the violence. Like, you love the violence. Like, people say before games, coaches are like, go be violent. You're like, okay, I will. I think I'll hurt someone today. Like, you know what you're getting into. Like, and, and I know the COVID thing complicates things. If you don't want to play during COVID, totally understandable. Not giving Dante Hightower any crap, not giving Patrick Chung any crap. They both have young children. I think Pat Chung is expecting. Dante Hightower just had his first kid, and Dante Hightower's mom has type 2 diabetes, more susceptible to problems with COVID. So if you don't feel comfortable playing, don't play. I don't like Odell. I, I'm out on Odell. This is the last straw. I'm now out on Odell. I will okay, take him on the Patriots. But, yeah, I was about to say, but will you take him on the Patriots? <laughs> All right, um, let's get into the movie because we're going we're gonna to allow some extra time for this because this is a hell of a movie, Shutter Island. Um, I love this movie. Um, personally, the first time I watched it, I knew, I knew, like, I knew something fishy was going on. Like you can tell early on, like from the first minute, like what I'm, what I'm trying to say is the second time I watched it through, which is, this is my second time watching it. You, now that you know what's happening, you see it happening before your eyes. Like even on the first scene, he he comes out and he's like, where are my, where are my cigarettes? Like, I, I swear I had my cigarettes in my coat and the guy's like, here, I've got mine. Take mine. He did, but he didn't have cigarettes because he's, you know, a patient. But um, and then there's another scene. I remember the first time I watched it where they're interrogating a woman and she doesn't. She takes a water glass and she takes a sip and there's nothing there. She just like mimes taking a sip and then she puts down an empty glass and I was like, what the hell just happened? I did kind of notice that. Yeah, now. yeah, about it. yeah. But um, all time twist. Love Leo. I'll give this movie an eight eight. 8.8. I, I love this movie. Did not see the twist coming the first time. Uh, I was convinced that Leo was, like, right yeah. all along. Like yeah. I, and they were setting him up. Um, but 
it took me like a while to like realize that. Second time watching it through, though, when you know what happened, it's, it was so much like you could see it happening so much more. Like you could understand like like I remember like he's having a flashback with his wife and his house is burning down. And that's how he thinks she's died. But she's all wet. She's all wet. And there's a and oh, she's bleeding shit. from her stomach. Yeah. Like, a, like the gunshot wound. So it's like, oh, Jesus, it's right there. Like you're seeing it happen. But um, Cam, <laughs> you wanted to go into this movie extensively. Uh, give us your score and your thoughts to start it off. So I love this movie. Um, one of the greatest plot twists, like you didn't see it coming ever. Um, I think, honestly, if you search it, the biggest plot twist, they say is The Sixth Sense. I watched that movie the very first time within 20 minutes. I knew. Yeah, but easily. did you know it, though, uh, going into it? The Sixth Sense? Yeah. No, no idea. Like, I've known but, like, the twist of that movie forever. I still I've never know seen it. it. I've never seen it. I don't want to know it. All right. Maybe you'll watch it. Yeah, no, I'm not going to spoil it, but, like, I watched that movie, and 20 minutes in, I was like, okay, yeah, that, 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 this doesn't add up. I see that. Like, the guy was sneaking into his house and stuff, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) Shutter Island, great movie. Mark Ruffalo might be my favorite actor of all time. Um, He acts as an actor within the movie, and it's just, like, it's, it's a harder-than-you-think role to play. Like, he's... He's a certain character that he has to live up to in the movie, but then he also has to be this other character. He's acting inside whole... acting. Blah. Yeah. And he, shows up, he shows up as the best friend, like when, when Leo's standing on the cliff, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And, I mean, he's awesome. It reminds me a little bit of the Truman Show with yeah. Truman's best friend, who's also doing the same thing. He's acting as an actor to be the best friend of the guy when in reality, like he's not, um, Mike Ruffalo makes this movie for me. Obviously Leo does a great job, but, um, the secondary, the secondary support is, is the best for me. When he walks into the lighthouse and he's sitting there, it's just like the first time you watch the movie, it's like, Oh my God. I was like, I was like the first time I watched, it, I was like, Oh, he's set up. Here we go. Like he's about to start killing fools. Like this, this dude is set up. Like, and then I was like, wait, what? And like, even once you see him, you still don't really know. You're like, all right, wait a minute now. Bring this bring this full circle because that could be a setup within a set. It, yeah, there, just I, a, I was like, there's, this isn't – I even after they said everything that happened, I was like, they're lying. Like, this isn't true. Yeah, it's nuts. I, I, the whole time I thought they were against him when they – I mean, I guess they were, but they were at the same time running an experiment on him. And it was – I mean, this is a terrific movie. Uh, it's, it's maybe top, it's top 15, top, possibly cracking the top 10 if I dug into it for me. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and give it a 9 1. <laughs> That's fine. You know, uh, Dylan, have you, did you watch it? I did not watch the movie. Do I still, uh, do I have uh, ever seen it? No. Uh, oh, we, we so, I mean, it's all right. I'll probably end up watching it someday. Um, I'll probably forget everything that went on here tonight. That's good. Um, I did want to watch it, and I, I was so beat after this weekend. I didn't get to it midweek, so I watched it yesterday to like I relax. It this yeah, I, was, like, I need oh, to. This is nice. I need to watch it, I guess, because apparently it's oh, really incredible. good. It's so good. Uh, Tucker, your movie, your thoughts. Your I score. loved it. I mean, it. It like. It, Have you ever seen it before? No. Oh. Okay. And so it threw me through a loop. Actually, like I. I really did not see it coming whatsoever. Like, I was convinced, like, they're all out to get marked. They're never going to let him leave this place. Like, he's going crazy just because of all the... And, oh, 
It, and then the last line is what got me the most. Oh, yeah. That last line. I wanted line, to talk about the ending after you give your story. Yeah, yeah. The last line where he says, so I'm, I'm going to say my score was also a 9-1. Um, but the last line where he said, I'd rather die a hero than live life. No, he's, like, a, he's like, I'd rather die, would you rather a, die a good man or live as a live monster. monster. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Which was like, oh shit, like, because you thought that he fucked, like, yeah. that he, like, went back. Was, went back and, like, reverted, but he didn't. He just would rather be lobotomized than realize, like, yeah. what he was and, like, remember all of this, which is... A so I wanted to bring nuts. that up, like, what do we think of the ending, because... I loved it. Yeah, so obviously he realizes what he's done and, it, like, how and much... And perfectly. Like, he, he's I, in the right. He, I think he's in the right. Well, he know, he knows but that he I'll, like he's been a problem. He's beat the crap out of that one guy. Noise. He's like he's he's uh, beat up. He beat up a guard. Like he's blown up car for no reason. Like he's he's and he realizes well sh- shit. My wife was a monster and I killed her and like I mean I, I the, so I was I I didn't really remember what I knew he like. At the at the first time I watched it, I I remember watching it and being like, oh, he know like he's he's sane now, he knows what's up, like. But then I was I hadn't watched it in a year and I was like, did he re- maybe he did recess and just said like something that could have been like construed, but he definitely knew what was going on. Yeah. Like, like but, but that action was everything. Like, but not to say that, that like he wouldn't have recessed anyway. Like went back to his old ways anyways. Yeah. Because they told him we we broke through once before, and then six months later you went back to doing this again. So who knows if it would have stuck with him? So he's just like, you know what? I don't. I. I. I'm. In, I'm. I'm clear of mind and like I know what's going on now, and I just I can't do this again. Like I can't keep going through this. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, amazing movie. Leo is always good. I don't think there's a Leonardo DiCaprio movie I don't like. But no, um, me too. So I believe it's your week, Dylan. Is it not? It is my week. Do you have a movie lined up? Wait, what is? What did you grade it, Trey? I gave it an eight eight. I'm thinking that's, that's low. Probably I'm thinking that's top. I'm I'm thinking that's pretty low, but whatever. I'm a conservative picker. I came out the first two weeks and I gave the first two movies ten or first couple movies yeah, tens. And that and, that and Ocean's Eleven are probably the top movies so far. Still haven't watched that. Of our journey. Yeah, that's crazy. Still haven't watched that. Uh, do you have a movie for us still? I do have a movie. Um. I'm going to go with, I had a couple lined up, I'm going to go with one that I haven't seen in a long time, it's kind of an older one, um, funny one, we're going Airplane. Oh, oh, I was thinking about that too. Let's go. Good I haven't movie. seen this in a we, long been, time. It's on Netflix, boys. We've been watching a lot of serious movies, I, th- I think we could take a little bit I actually bit of a break. appreciate this choice. It's a rod. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Well, I didn't watch that one either, so. <laughs> uh, I've, I've been watching some serious movies. Oh, wait. Did you watch, you watched 2001, am I? So, this is what we'll we got. Half. I'd say half a point. The first half only matters. So, I will say Airplane. I actually don't really love this movie, but I haven't seen it in forever, so I don't I haven't say seen it forever. Maybe I'll like it. It's got some time. really funny moments. It's like a Jabbar. highly rated. Isn't OJ Simpson in it? There's a couple I watched it when I was like eight or nine, and that was it. Yeah. OJ so Simpson. I think I'll love it. I can't wait to see OJ. All right. Well, that's episode 33. Uh, check us out on our oh. socials. David Ortiz episode next month. Next, next, next month. week. Yeah. Wow, geez. Next week. Maybe we'll have to do the whole episode with your best poppy impression.